Welcome to Baker Hill's podcast, Lending Made Easy, the show where we demystify the world of commercial lending and bring you up to speed on everything you need to know to make lending easy. I'm your host, Mitch, and I'm here to help you navigate the complex world of lending and finance. Whether you're a seasoned banking professional or new to the industry, this podcast will provide you with valuable insights and information that will help you succeed. So join us as we explore the exciting world of banking. Grab your coffee, close your spreadsheets, and let's dive into today's episode of Lending Made Easy. Well, thanks for joining us on today's episode of Lending Made Easy. Uh, today, we've got David Catalano and Brian Peckinpah, and we're going to be talking about scaling your processes to win at small business lending. And I'll just kick it off with a question. So, Brian, David, whoever wants to, to take this one, uh, how should a bank or a credit union approach a loan for a small business versus one for a consumer or even a larger commercial deal? First and foremost, you got to look at how are you winning in that uh, particular segment in the markets you you serve today because uh, that'll that'll tell you a lot about where you should focus and you know how you should differentiate very broadly speaking you're going to find that you know in that space speed wins but you also have to define what you mean by small business is that uh, something you're stratifying by the size of the business the size of the exposure to the organization because that that line can get grayed inside of an organization between you know what is traditionally called small business versus what is called commercial, and products overlap the two all the time. Uh, they they be, can be very similar structures, no, no matter which uh, segment you're talking about. And, and we even talk to clients in our portfolio about the idea of just small commercial instead of small business, because for just definition of terms' sake here at Baker Hill. When we say small business, we're talking about the those loans that are scored and auto decisioned, where you're primarily working off of uh, an actual score, whether that's a, an SBSS, an IPV2, or or something of of the same ilk. So you got to bring all those factors into play, and, and then look at you know what does that mean for your institution, and what are you ready for from an adoption perspective. But again, it will always come back to in that particular space, when you're talking about the business-focused loans for smaller-sized institutions, speed will win because when they need the money, they need it now because it's usually something that's critical to keep their business operational, right? Making payroll, buying a, a new truck to support their business because their old one died. Uh, they, they usually aren't borrowing money for something that can wait. Yeah. I think all those are really good points, Brian. I like to think about the full underwriting process where you're spreading and you're doing a credit memo and there's a decision body that's making that credit decision, looking at the data versus where you have less credit risk. So you have a smaller sized exposure and you're making those decisions much more quickly without, without doing cash flows, without looking at, you know, a deep dive into the business. You're simply looking at a score typically of the owner and of the business. And then you're making a decision based on there. And to the extent you can do that quickly and you can develop a reputation in your community or in your niche, because I've seen this niched niched in a wider area, like in the dental industry, I've seen it niched many times by, well, by many different institutions, you can grow a reputation in that space and, and, and really attract a lot of the same types of deals. And if you're comfortable with those credits, you can really uh, originate quite a few loans. 
if you're underwriting them in a, in a quick way because you understand the risk of the industry, the risk of the underlying use of proceeds like equipment, as an example, in a, spe- in a specific niche industry. And then you just want to document those quickly. You just don't want to spend a whole lot of time dragging that borrower through a process. Now, you can also charge a bit more for that. So speed, uh, with speed, you, know, you pick up a bit of uh, yield, a bit of rate. You might pick up some risk if you're unfamiliar with the industry, but I did niche lending for years and it's it's not risky if you understand it and you understand what those risks are and mitigate those. So it becomes, you're, I guess maybe there's a familiarity element to it, but you end up developing a reputation for speed and the place to go for that asset. So I would encourage people to be thinking about that. Many of them, many of our, our clients are, are generalists and they're handling you know smaller loan sizes across the industries, you know, across the board, because they're serving a community. And that's okay too, right? Just understanding the risks that you're taking and being able to score those. And some of the scoring that's done today, it's been around for a long time. It's gone through recessions, it's it's worked historically uh, and should continue to work. And if you if you talk to the people at FICO, about their business score, you know their their claim is that you can go up to a million dollars on a score, and you may very well be able to do that. I don't know any banks that are comfortable going that big on a score, but half a million for sure, uh, and two fifty absolutely at a hundred is you know typically not a problem. So I, I would encourage folks to think about scoring, speed, building a niche, picking up yield. You're going to need some technology to do that, and then you know we should probably talk about the gray area, Brian. You know, it's easy to look at a, a, a score and say you're approved or a, another score and say, hey, I'm not touching that deal. But, w- <laughs> but the ones in the middle, how are we going to process those, maintain our speed and reputation and not miss out on a deal because of some element? You know, there's there's some gray area in there. We need to take a look at how we're going to approach those at scale with speed. Yeah, I think that the gray area is definitely critical, David. And and I'm going to piggyback on a couple points you made first. I, you know, we... We tend to talk about speed and almost kind of for speed sake that that fast wins and and it's true, but there, there's also a corollary with that and and that is with that speed also comes predictability. So the ability for the the loan officer, the RM, what whatever fills this role in your organization to say once I get to this point, we will close in this amount of time it is almost. You know, equally as valuable as the speed. So that predictability on behalf of the borrower, because they're likely, uh, you know, shopping for these financial services. So they'll look at a guarantee of a close date as almost as important as how fast that close date is, knowing that there could be bumps in the road with any given lender. So if I know I can close by next Friday, I may take that over somebody who says, well, I think maybe I can close you on Monday because you know, that's within a, a reasonable amount of time and I'll take the predictability uh, and knowing what's ahead of me. You also talked about the scores, David, and, and you know FICO and Experian, they, like you said, have been doing this for a long time. And this will bleed right into that gray area because you have to look at how those apply and how those tie out with what looks good for your financial institution. Those are broad scores across a lot of different factors, verticals, markets, locations in the United States, et cetera, you know, all kinds of all kind of comes together into those scores. Uh, so you don't want to just go blindly into it. You want to make sure that what your selected score provider gives you as a raw number actually ties out with what you see in your 
portfolio. What is performing well and how does that tie to scores? And that means you got to build up a little bit of history on this. So there's there's value in applying a score as part of your origination process before you move to auto decisioning, building up some period of time where you can look at it and say, where did I make yes and no decisions and what were the scores in in those instances? And that that is what drives this gray area, David, that you're talking about. It is very easy on a very high and low end to weed some out or say yes to some, but the bulk of it's going to fall in the middle somewhere. And what you have to be very careful of is people questioning either side of that transaction. So your your folks who are responsible for production by nature are going to question the auto declines. They're going to give you all kinds of reasons. I went to school with this small business owner. My dad knows his sister's husband's boyfriend's cousin, whatever it might be. <laughs> and and you know, thus we should we should have given him this loan, even though the score was was low. On the flip side, your 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 folks responsible for the risk and the credit side are going to look at it and say, we shouldn't have said yes to this because uh, you know this particular niche, like you were talking about, David, is is going sideways. Or hey, I see that there are some extenuating circumstances, maybe some collateral, but I don't believe in the value of it that factored into it along with the score, and so I think we should have declined it. And the more you have that, the more you erode those hard and fast yes and no's, the less value you get out of a scored process. And and so you have to be very careful with the overrides of what the system says you should and shouldn't do. So that means you you have a automatic yes, your gray area in the middle and your automated no on the bottom. And you want to be you know, slowly moving those levers and tuning those levers to hone in on the gray area that makes sense for your financial institution. Uh, because the last thing you want to do is put a process in place for scored-based lending and have the people question it. And thus, they're going back and looking at those credits that they never should have looked at due to the score. And then you're losing the the efficiency play that's that's associated with it. Yeah, I agree. It's important to understand that the human cannot process what the machine is processing. They're going to see two different. Mm-hmm. They're going to see two deals, and they're going to see them differently potentially than the machine. Um, we have to make a decision: Are we going to be with a machine, or are we going to score? You know, or or are we going to you know have a person look at each one of these things? And we already talked about the importance of scale, which leads to predictability, which leads to more production and happier RMs, relationship managers, happier customers. And if you're sourcing your deals from equipment vendors around town, which you know we did historically when I was lending, they like predictability as well. They like to know, hey, if I send the deal over to Dave, it's going to get done, and you know I'm going to have a decision today. I'm going to have it docked in three days. They're going to fund me next week. It's it's straightforward. Predictability is key, and with all of that, you pick up yield. Now, there's there's one more element that I think is important to talk about. And, you know, we're talking about automating the front end of this process, the origination component of the process. And if we're going to put, you know, lots and lots of credits on the books and they, we're not going to underwrite them, then we need some way, I believe, to monitor them. And that gets into portfolio monitoring, which is essentially automating the back end. So you've got all these loans on the books. You probably have a deposit account for a lot of them. And deposits are a leading indicator of the health of a business. So you can monitor deposit account balance changes month to month or whatever time period is appropriate. You can monitor um, loan payments for for you know delays, delinquencies, lack of payment. 
and basically collect that data over uh, 260 times a year, every night that you run the core. Uh, we pull new data in and we run those rules and just a rules engineer is running rules. If nothing triggers, it's probably a, still a good loan. You don't need to do anything with it. But if some triggers occur, especially a series of triggers, then you're going to want to assign somebody to that and go go, go pay a visit to that small business that you've loaned $100,000 to. So it's just a, a, a way to automate the back end, just like you're automating the front end, make this efficient for everybody. Brian, what are your thoughts on that? There's a lot of great technology that you can apply front to back. But to, you know, before we, we wrap here, I think it, it is important to circle back to that definition of small business. You know, we, we've talked a lot about our definition, right, which is this score-based full automation, uh, which I think is important, but not every institution is ready for it yet. And when I'm out there talking with clients, when they, when they start the conversation with we're looking for solutions for small business, the more you you kind of do discovery with them, you you unwind what they're asking for, the more you find that what they're really looking for is efficiency of small credits. And, and that can be a very interesting kind of diversion from this idea of small business because those small credits may well be for your largest commercial clients. It may be a very large commercial client that is asking for a, you know, small $15,000 credit of some kind. It could be a, an equipment. It could be, you, you know, some kind of unsecured bridge loan. You know, who knows? They, they just need $15,000. And you can look at other factors like how much of their deposits do I have in the institution? How much is my, my aggregate exposure compared to that? You know, there, there are a lot of factors uh, that can come into play to try to quickly and easily make those decisions on small dollar amount transactions. And that's usually a good place for these organizations to start. And that can be as quote unquote simple as, you know, leveraging your existing commercial LOS so long as it it has a dynamic workflow component to it to have a separate workflow for those smaller credits. I don't need to underwrite a $15,000 credit for an, a large existing relationship the same way I need to do a $15 million new relationship. And you know, if you have a commercial LOS that can differentiate between those two, that can give you different experiences based on what it is you're trying to accomplish, you can solve for a lot of what, what we've been talking about inherently. And that may even be something you can do on your own if you've got you know, configurable ability within that that platform. So I can build out a new workflow for loans under X dollars, right? And, and use some of those same principles that we're talking about to ensure those go through a much smoother process, deliver a better experience, not just to uh, the borrower, but also to to the RM that has to work that loan where you're not telling them they've got to go get three years of financials and you know double check that you got the articles of incorporation and <laughs> get, get everything that yes. you would for a, a new relationship that maybe you look at it and you go, got everything we need, Mr. or Mrs. RM, we're, we're all set to go. We'll have you docked and closed in the next you know five business days or, or something like that. And so I think that's important to look at too, is when you're when you're a financial institution trying to solve these problems, what is the real problem you're trying to solve? You may call it small business. Um, but you may find that it's actually small credits 
regardless of size of institution, that you have to win with speed and win with experience so as to keep the the large relationships you have happy. Yeah, I think some some great insights from from both of you there. And David, I like the fact that you brought up even scaling the the back end of the loan origination process there and, and monitoring the portfolio. And you know, one of the things that I'm that I'm taking away that I think anybody could is no matter how you define small business, whether that is a, a true small business or just small credit, both of you brought it up. Speed's key, speed's critical, and it's all about using the technology and the and the data. Uh, at your institution to really fine tune that decision process, whether that's on the front end or or on the back end of the loan origination process. Uh, so, Brian, David, thank you guys both for your for your thoughts today and, and your insights. And thanks everyone out there for listening to today's episode of Lending Made Easy. Mm-hmm.